0: Hello everybody, this is Tom Eckert here. You're listening to my podcast, Numerology, a GPS for the Soul. This is your place to learn about the true power of numerology and how to use it to bring out the best in yourself, understand your loved ones better, take wise decisions, and prepare for your future. In other words, how to live your life aligned with your true destiny. Take your time To educate yourself and share these podcasts with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the great benefits of numerology enjoy hello everybody and welcome to yet another episode in my ongoing podcast about numerology today i'm very excited because i'm about to share with you um, my knowledge about a very significant and central part of your numerology chart. And although there are many, many calculations in your chart, we can say that there are two basic components that make up your numerology chart. One of them is your five core numbers, okay? And the second part, which we're going to talk about in this episode, Is the period cycles chart. Now you've probably heard about the period cycles chart, and if you didn't, then please make sure to listen to this episode all the way through. I also recommend you take a pen and paper because some of the things we're going to talk about in this episode might require some writing down so you can kind of see it in front of you, not just hear it. Okay, so let's jump right in. The first thing that I want you to understand, that I want us to talk about is, first of all, we have to differentiate what's what and how can we understand the role of the period cycles in your numerology chart. So I like to think of the period cycles chart um, in comparison to your five core numbers, okay? So the five core numbers, I liken them to the vehicle that you are. Right? Imagine that each one of us is a kind of vehicle. Maybe I'm a truck and you're a car. Another one is a bicycle and another one is a motorcycle. That's the vehicle that we are. These are right. the major characteristics we have, the blueprint that we are, our major lessons, symbolized by our five core numbers. Our period cycles chart, on the other hand, I liken it to the road we travel on, right? The road we travel on. So there's the vehicle that you are, and there's the road you travel on. So you are born, and you get a certain constitution, a basic constitution, a blueprint, right? Symbolized by your five chord numbers. And the period cycles chart is something that... It's what shows you the road you're going to tread on, where you're going to travel. So for example, I can be a motorcycle and you can be a truck, but we can travel a very similar road, meaning that our period cycles chart can be very similar, but a truck riding, let's say, uh, a hilly road, a winding road, or a motorcycle riding that same kind of road, will have very different experiences, therefore we'll produce different forms of wisdom, different forms of insights throughout life, right? On the other hand, we can be a very similar vehicle, meaning that our five core numbers are very similar, right? Both of us maybe are motorcycles, but we are traveling a very different road, meaning that our period cycles chart is very different than one another. And this starts to, um, you know, show you the complexity of numerology and how rich a system this can be. Okay, another way I want you to under- to, 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 to kind of think um, as a way to kind of understand the period cycles chart is thinking about the period cycles as a long-term school environment. Okay, a long-term school environment. So that means that basically because the period cycles are what we can call um, long-term period cycles, okay? In numerology, we have short-term period cycles and long-term period cycles. For example, a personal year, right, is a short-term period cycle or a personal month as well. But the period cycles that we're talking about, meaning the cycle the pinnacle, and the challenge. These are long-term period cycles, right? The minimum amount of time that one of those take is nine years. And as a matter of fact, our first cycle, pinnacle, and challenge, right? And by the way, all these three are included in the period cycles chart. Our first cycle, right, lasts for a minimum of 27 years and a maximum of 35 years, right? So we're talking here about long-term period cycles, and that's why I like to call it a long-term school environment. So, right, so these uh, period cycles are a kind of environment, okay, that we are trained in. We are trained to become who we are. So the way my teacher taught me uh, the period cycles and the way I kind of teach it onwards to my students, my numerology students is that I like to look at the cycles and the pinnacles right within like in the period cycles chart as a kind of like two cosmic energies, guides or parents we can even say that take me on a on a um, training kind of journey and every like, at every different phase, at every phase in my life, these cosmic guides decide to place me in a certain environment that helps me to basically hone in on my own unique destiny and qualities and really extract the um, the best of, out of my unique journey, okay? Even, by the way, if it's uh, a more, let's say... Um, conflictual kind of path or uh, filled with challenges. So that doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just the kind of environment through which I learn. Okay. Next thing we need to talk about is the three uh, cycle themes. So within the period cycles chart, we got what's called the cycles. And we have three forms or types of cycles. And it's important for us to understand because they influence the different periods of our life. And later on, when when I'm going to give a few examples of actual numbers, it's important for us to see in which period cycle theme they appear. So the first cycle in our life is called the shaping or the forming cycle. And by that, what I mean is that in this cycle, right? The one I just told you about that lasts until the age of 27 to 35. This cycle is dedicated to the forming, the formation of who you are as a human being. Imagine, right? You're born and from moment zero, you started being conditioned by your parents, by your siblings, by the environment around you, by your um, most Um, primal experiences, and you get conditioned as a human being. The the deepest impressions on your brain, on your nervous system, on your psyche are being imprinted in this cycle. So you're literally being formed, shaped to become who you are, and that's going to influence the rest of your life. Moving to the second cycle, right? Now that you're already formed, you're, let's say, around 30 years old, you pretty much know who you are, you've experienced enough experiences, you had enough friction to kind of find your place, pretty much. You've gained some skills, maybe you've studied, you've worked in different places, you've traveled a bit. Now we move into the manifestation cycle, right? The second cycle. And in this very, very interesting cycle, you get the opportunity to really manifest and contribute your part in the world, in society, right? It's time to put to action everything that you've learned, everything that you've become. So, you know, this cycle usually, let's say, um, the duration is usually between age 30 to age 50, okay? Approximately these 20 years. Again, you see, 20 years, a very long-term period cycle. So, during this time, you really, it's a time of doing, a lot of doing, a lot of um, work, career. So it's a lot of involvement in the world and also an opportunity to give what you have, to give of yourself to the world, right? We all kind of participate in this bigger and bigger, sorry, in this bigger organism we call society, we call the world. So that's the manifestation cycle. You establish who you are In this world. And once this cycle is over, we move into our third cycle. The third cycle is called the wisdom cycle. And by wisdom, we mean a time in our life that is more, that we become hopefully more available to deal with the subtler, deeper, more philosophical questions of life on the one hand. On the other, after having experienced all that we've experienced, right, both in the forming cycle and in the manifestation cycle, we are supposed to be now at around age 50 pretty much experienced people, and we have a lot to share, but not um, not like in the manifestation cycle. Here, we're not about sharing necessarily through a lot of doership, although this can also take that form. But through wisdom, right? We have experience, we gained a lot of knowledge, we gained perspective, and we can both share that wisdom, but we can also grow into this subtler level of spiritual wisdom, psychological maturity. So these are the three cycles by and large, the three themes of each cycle. And it's important to remember that because if a certain number appears it's important to understand in which of these cycles it appears because it's going to have a slightly different influence. And it's important. And here's the point. Although I was mentioning now the cycles, these three themes, right? The forming cycle, the manifestation cycle, and the wisdom cycle, they're also valid for the pinnacles and the challenges, And again, I want to point out, I think for some people it's confusing in the beginning, the title of this entire part, okay, of your numerology chart is called the period cycles chart. However, within the period cycles chart, you have three sections. One of those is called the cycles, the other, the pinnacles, and the last one, the challenges. So you got these three Uh, sectors, right? in In the period cycles chart. So don't confuse the title period cycles with the cycles, the pinnacles, and the challenges, right? So, okay. So coming back. So the three themes of the forming cycle, the manifestation cycle, the wisdom cycle, they are also valid for the pinnacles and the challenges, right? So we have challenges appearing during these different times and also pinnacles appearing during these different times. So we've already covered and said that the cycles and the pinnacles are like these two cosmic guides that literally take us into changing school environments. Literally, I mean, you can imagine it like your own parents, right? And they tell you, hey, sweetheart, we are re- we've are we registered you to this school now. It's a really prestigious school or I don't know, whatever. And it's going to be 12 years now that you're going to study in this school. Imagine, it's like a long period of time. So we've covered that, but let's talk shortly about the challenge and explain it in in the context of the cycles and the pinnacles. So the challenge, first of all, like any good story, right? You're you're not going to go and see a movie without a challenge in the plot i mean a plot without any kind of challenge is boring it's one dimensional it's a kind of plateau there's nothing happening we need some kind of challenge a point of friction that is then helping the story gain depth and so in many ways the challenge number plays that role in the period cycles chart it's an expansion it's a deepening of the story of the of the school environment created by the cycles and the pinnacle, it introduces a certain challenge, and it also, and this is an interesting point, so I hope maybe you've written down some of the points I've mentioned, and if not, make sure to write this one down, right? So it also explains, the challenge explains further the dynamic between a certain cycle and pinnacle, Right? So these three, Cycle, Pinnacle, and Challenge, they always appear together. And you, you, so, so in a sense, the Challenge kind of deepens the story created by the two numbers of Cycle, Pinnacle. It gives you kind of a further explanation of the dynamic between those two. Okay, now, don't worry, I'm going to give a few more examples as we progress soon enough. Um, So, you're going to really understand that uh, clearly. Okay. So, I want us now to jump to or move to the next part of our episode and deal with the interpretation of the period cycles chart. So, first thing that I want you to do when you look at your period cycles chart is check the level of harmony between the cycle and the pinnacle. So at every stage, whether you're in the shaping or forming cycle, manifestation cycle, or wisdom cycle, the the most immediate thing you want to do is to check the, the level of harmony Okay, level of harmony. For those of you who are unfamiliar with this term, first of all, it's like the the blood and flesh of numerology, right? We should, in order to really understand numerology deeper, we must, we must understand uh, the 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 harmony level between numbers. Otherwise, we're just not really knowing numerology. Okay, and if you want to know more about this, you can check out my uh, self study numerology course. Um, because I'm teaching there all the number combinations and going much deeper into that, so um, there's a link to that in the description of the episode and also in the in the uh, Anchor app itself if you're listening through Anchor. Okay, so right, so we have to check the level of harmony, and that means that, um, for example, I have number two and I have number four. Number 2 and number 4 are harmonious together. They understand each other. Let's take another combo. We have 3 and 6. 3 and 6 are also are harmonious and also understand one another. And that basically tells you that during this time there's a general the general theme, the general let's say the school environment you're going to enter symbolized by these two numbers is going in a in one direction, and the direction is pretty clear. Nobody says it's going to be all easy, but at least it's going to be clear. The theme of, of study is, is going to be clear during that time. Whereas, for example, if you have two numbers, like, let's say, 1 and 2, or 4 and 5, cycle pinnacle, these energies are much more conflicted, are much more in disagreement therefore creating a more split energy, right? Energies pulling you in opposite directions. Sometimes, as in the example I've just given, literally diametrically opposed directions. And because of that, there's more split energy, there's more conflict, more inherent conflict in the school environment you're in. And this is important to understand because it's going to tell you whether you're in a time where the theme is more clear and it's easy for you to understand the message of the time and work with it or whether there are more fine lines that you have to discover between two opposing energies and find more compromise, um, find ways for harmonization, and so on. This is important to understand. Next, um, you have to look at what numbers you have, right? So, first we talked about the level of harmony, and this is before you even look at what number you have, okay? When you're when you get kind of more experienced with numerology, you're gonna start to very immediately look at numbers and see, okay, harmonious, disharmonious, or somewhere in between. And and that's happening, and that should happen before you even look at the f- number itself. But the next stage is to actually check what numbers do we have, okay? Do we have a 2 and a 4? Do you have a 1 and a 7? Do you have a 3 and a 6? Do you have a 9 and a 7? What numbers do you have there? Now, it's after you've checked the level of harmony. Okay, maybe you know that 1 and 3 are harmonious. That's good. You know that the time has less friction and has less disagreement. There's a one theme okay? One kind of crystallized theme, clear theme. But the next stage is to dive deep into the interpretation of the numbers, right? So we have like a one and three. What does that mean? What does one mean? What does three mean, right? Cycle and pinnacle. And what do one and three create together, right? What story do they create together, okay? And this is very important. What learning environment do they create? Together, all of these questions you must ask yourself and take the time to answer. And I really mean that, take the time to answer. Because I always, you know, I always like to teach my numerology students how to think. There are no ready-made answers in numerology. Yes, it's a system. Yes, there's knowledge to rely upon. However, you must feel. You must feel the numbers. You must feel the energies. And you must take the time to let your right and left brain think together. Use the knowledge, but think creatively. Allow yourself to kind of feel into the dynamic that they create and interpret that. Take the time to weave a story, to tie in the details together and slowly kind of see what story emerges and what does that mean about the unique school environment you're in. In the specific cycle you're in, right? The forming, the manifestation, or the wisdom cycle. Good. So now that you've done that, we move to the next stage of interpretation. In this this stage, we want to check, you want to check, whether the numbers of the cycle and the pinnacle, okay, either agree or disagree with your five core numbers. Okay? With the five core numbers, that part of your chart, the vehicle, so to speak. Does the road agree with the vehicle? Are they comfortable for one another? Or is the road a bit um, like an uncomfortable terrain for the kind of vehicle that you are? Or in other words, are the numbers in agreement, or are they somewhat unfamiliar to the vehicle that you are, to the five chord numbers? And this is important. If, for example, I'm a very masculine-oriented person, and this can, when I say masculine, I hope you understand, this can be both men uh, and women, right? So I have, let's say, a lot of eights, ones, fours in my chord chart, okay, so... I have a lot of self-control, I have a lot of uh, dominant energy, a lot of willpower, uh, courage, uh, stubbornness, and so on. And all of a sudden, my cycles and pinnacles are all like twos, sixes, threes, all of a sudden like this very, very feminine, soft, gentle, emotional energy. This means that the road I'm traveling is very different for my core chart. And naturally, if I'm, you know, if I tend to a certain um, type of character, but I'm being put in a school that's so, so different than my own original temperament and character, most probably it's going to be challenging at least for a while, or it's going to create a unique kind of learning environment. Maybe really great, but still different. Whereas if I simply had numbers that resemble my core numbers, right? I had another four in my cycle and another eight or maybe even a nine that is more dynamic and, and kind of like has this kind of power at least that understands the one and the eight and so on, right? Then it'll probably be easier for me or at least more familiar. And that also helps you understand more about the story created by the cycles and pinnacles in relation to your core numbers. And last but not least, we want to understand how the challenge number further expands the story created by the cycle and the pinnacle. Right? The cycle and the pinnacle create a certain dynamic. And then you have the challenge number. What does you want in here? I want you again, take your pen and paper, sit with your own numbers and try to decipher this. What does my own challenge mean about my cycle and pinnacle? If I, I mean, I want you to look at the challenge as a kind of result of the cycle and pinnacle, okay? This is one way to look at it. And in a very creative way, it helps you understand the story of this specific time in your life, right? So how does the challenge tell you more about the cycle and pinnacle if you look at it as the result of the cycle and pinnacle, an extension of the cycle and pinnacle, an extension of the dance and the dynamic between them? So these, right, these are the four um, points of interpretation. The first one, again, let me sum it up for you. You check the level of harmony between the cycle and pinnacle, okay? The second step is what numbers do you have and what story do they create together? The third step is checking whether these numbers or energies, right? Because numbers are energies. Do they agree with your chart? Are they familiar with your chart or do they disagree? Are they unfamiliar with your core chart, with your five core numbers? And the last step is, how does your challenge number expand your understanding of the dynamic between the cycle and the pinnacle? How does it further the story they create? Awesome. So I hope you followed me all the way to this point. I know this is a lot of information to take in, but believe me, it's worth the while. This is going to completely open your horizon when uh, diving into your own numbers and definitely those of other people. So let us now take a few minutes and dive into a couple of examples so that this all becomes a little clearer for you. So I want you to write down, and for this, definitely, I mean, take your pen and paper so you can just have the numbers in front of you. So let us write down um, cycle number three, pinnacle number five, and challenge number four. So I'm just going to very shortly go through these few examples, and I'm going to give you a few examples here of cycle, pinnacle, and challenge, and I'm going to show you how I'm kind of shortly weaving it into a story. I just want to say in brackets that of course there are so many ways of interpreting these things, and because of that, I just want to stimulate your creativity and way of thinking, and that's why I'm completely doing this on the spot. I haven't written anything down. I'm, I'm simply completely uh, interpreting this live as an as an improvisation. Okay, and I want you to kind of dive in with me and kind of, um, just go along with me to feel. Um, how this is done. So cycle three, pinnacle five, challenge four. So cycle three, pinnacle five, I already see that three and five are harmonious numbers. So I completely understand that the theme here is pretty clear. It's three, five. It's uh, kind of one direction, um, one directional energy. There's no real conflict between the two. Next stage, I jump into numbers themselves. So I see three and five, I see two childlike numbers, two very expressive numbers, free, tending to be more happy, tending to be more upbeat, uh, loving experimentation, laughter, humor. So I see a time in a person's life that really calls upon expression, calls upon joy and fluidity, being in the flow Learning how to not take things too heavy, learning how to be creative, learning how to not get stuck on things, how to constantly be in a kind of movement, Um, perhaps also learning how to see the beauty in life, how to see kind of like the, to connect to the energy of humor and lightness, right? So this is the kind of school environment that I see here. It can also be a school environment that calls upon me to be more communicative Uh, socializing, learn to really blend in, okay? A time to maybe meet many new people, make a lot of new connections. This is the the spirit of the time. But I see a challenge number four. And here I'm taking us right to the the next step. Uh, I'm skipping here, of course, the stage of looking where the numbers agree with my chart or not because I don't have here a core chart. You can just do it with yourself when you check your own Cycles and Pinnacles. So we're skipping to the to the phase of checking the challenge. And the challenge is four. So if I look at it alone, I understand that the challenge is, is it has to do with stability and has to do maybe with finances and so on and so forth. But if I look at it in the context of the story of Cycle 3, Pinnacle 5, I understand that during a time where uh, I'm constantly on the move of, with 5 and 3, there's... Not much seriousness, there's not much commitment, by the way, also with three and five, then naturally, I will feel that maybe the ground is not that stable under my feet. Challenge number four, right maybe let's say if this was the forming shaping cycle in my life, maybe my you know my parents or you know educating figures have not been so haven't given me the sense of stability and reliability something I can really lean on and a space where I can feel that, like, I know it's going to happen tomorrow because there's a clear schedule, I have a home, but maybe we were moving all the time, maybe my parents were also themselves kind of five and three-ish in their behavior, not that committed, not that serious, okay? So the challenge here is almost like a continuation of the 3-5 energy. If you're in a lot of a 3-5 energy number, not committed, not committed, not too serious, very light, very often you will also just experience the result that is the challenge four. Lack of stability, lack of consistency, lack of responsibility, lack of something you can lean on and rely on. Okay, fantastic. Next example. I'm going to kind of move on the next one uh, faster than the first one. So let's write down cycle four, pinnacle six, and challenge 5. So I look at the cycle and the pinnacle and I see here uh, 4 and 6. I know that 4 and 6 are pretty harmonious. They agree with each other. So that's cool. I move on to the next stage and I look at 4 and 6 and the story they create. And 4 and 6 are all about responsibility, family, commitment, building a home. Very often in these periods people build a family, literally. They buy a house, they build a family they commit, whether it's committing to your job, whether it's committing uh, to your own family, but it's a time of taking a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. This is really the four and the six at their best. But everything uh, has also a disadvantage or a downside, and we can see it through the challenge five, right? Because if I have a four-six energy, that's my school environment, of course, I'm going to get a lot of Profit from that, I'm going to learn to be more responsible and grounded and committed and, and you know, and, and and a real pillar in my own community, right? But the challenge of five is definitely going to be present for me here, right? The challenge five tells me that during this time, maybe there's too much responsibility. Maybe I'm not getting enough time for just having fun, relaxing, enjoying myself, enjoying life, feeling that kind of You know, that wind of freedom, that breeze, that fresh breeze of freedom and newness and freshness that the five allows. So I understand more about the school environment of this specific period. Let's look into the last example, just to make it maybe even a bit clearer for you. I hope you're writing all of this down so you can then, of course, use that in order to to, to, to deepen your understanding of your own period cycles chart. The last example is going to be cycle 7, pinnacle 1, and challenge 2. So I look first of all at the level of harmony. 7 and 1 is harmonious, or mostly harmonious. 7 and 1 agree with each other. Next, I look at the numbers themselves. 7 and 1. Both of them are highly individualistic. They are meant to follow their own knowing, their own inner resourcefulness, to rely on themselves, to be super focused on their uniqueness and unique path. They are loners, both of them. So I know that this time is going to be really focused on honing in on my individuality my following of my path faith in myself self trust building that kind of very solid and strong core of being able to completely listen to my gut feelings and to what my soul wants and says and follow it through all the way right it's a kind of like um it's it's making myself so crystallized and and solid as as a being, right? Crystallizes a very, very good word for <clears throat> sorry for seven and one. So I'm gonna be very focused on myself during this time. It's more like seven and one coming together would put me in a, very often in a school environment where I'm doing things on my own a lot, alone. The energy of aloneness. Okay, and the challenge is number two which simply is almost like an obvious conclusion because it shows me that when it comes to relationships, when it comes to interaction with others or emotional interaction with others, I might be a little bit challenged during this time. I might feel that when I'm so focused on myself and honing in on my own path, maybe I feel like I lack that feeling of emotional closeness. Maybe it's not easy for me to get into relationships. Maybe sometimes I'm not fully understood or seen or I cannot see others that well during this time. You see how I'm trying to kind of weave the challenge into the story of the cycle and pinnacle, almost like a a derivative, a a result of their dynamic. Okay, guys, so I hope these three examples made this whole thing clear for you. And I just want to uh, throw in here a quick reminder. I'm not going to enter this because this is a whole very, very deep subject. This is something maybe that I teach um, to my one-on-one numerology students. However, I just want to say that as a, as a note, as a, as a side note. Just remember to interpret the influence of your current cycle and pinnacle in relation to either to, to where it stands either in the forming cycle, the manifestation cycle, or the wisdom cycle. So I'm going to leave this to you, right? Think when a certain pair of numbers and challenge appear, right? In a certain cycle. Let's say you have a two and four in your forming cycle and a challenge five. And you have these exact same numbers, but in your wisdom cycle. Try to understand what's going to be the difference, right? Because you're in slightly different phases in your life. Therefore, the influence is going to be slightly different. Take the time and think about that. Okay, my friends. So I hope this episode gave you um, more food for thought. Um, I want to say that the period cycles chart is a very, very important um, and insightful part of your chart. So for sure, Make sure to integrate that in your readings and in your readings and in your um, analysis of your own numbers. This is fundamental stuff, super important. And I want to say that if you want to study numerology deeper, and I'm sure many of you do, and if you want to do it at your own pace, I want you to check out my self-study numerology course. You have the link in the description of this podcast. Um, you also have the link, so I think, okay, but uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think that you're supposed to have the link to my website uh, on the podcast platform and should lead you directly to the self-study numerology course. It's a super cool course, really professionally made, and you can simply take it at your own pace. If you're one of those who wants to go really deeper and even perhaps professionally into numerology, you can contact me for my one-on-one numerology Students, where I read, uh, studies neurology studies, right? Where I really work on a highly professional level, and for that, you can simply click on that same link and use the contact form on my website and simply drop me a line, and I'll be super happy to disc- to 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 get to know you and dive deep into neurology. Okay, guys, I wish you a lovely rest of day, and I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, and you want to go deeper into numerology, check out my website, tom-eckert.com. You can also book a numerology reading, or even study numerology yourself, through my courses. I'll see you in the next episode.